Good morning, everyone. This is Jordan Stoltz, back with an episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. If you're listening to this, it is probably Friday. Maybe you're listening to this later. Either way, go leave a review on iTunes for the podcast. There'll be another review contest for a drawing for free mini bands, which are a great workout tool. Be another drawing if we hit 40 reviews, so please leave a review if you have already. Encourage other people to leave a review on the podcast. Really helps the show. Really means a lot to me because it shows that you like the content that I'm putting out. Go do that. You can also check out the YouTube channel, Fitness, Food, and Freedom, for vlogs and video versions of this podcast, things like that. Great source of information and content. Thank you guys for listening. This is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Let's get down to it. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Hello, listeners of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. This is Jordan Stoltz, your host. I'm back with a Foodie Friday to close out the week. Foodie Friday. It's a Foodie Friday today that I'm really excited about. It is about meal prep strategies for diet success. Meal prep really gets a bad rap from the history of it, just from people being too obsessed and that's why they meal prep. However, it can be a really useful tool if you're on a diet or if you want to watch what you're eating. And I'll get into that in a little bit. I want to ask you to leave a review on iTunes and check out the YouTube channel. You heard all that in the intro already. Also, if you just need like a hub where you want to find articles, the podcast, links to the videos, links to social media, all that triplefpodcast.com. That's where you need to go. That's the place to be. Go check out that website. Thank you everyone for listening. I really appreciate it. Really, I just want to get right down to this show. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode on meal prep. Foodie Friday. So like I was saying, meal prep really gets a bad reputation, a really bad rap. And that really stems from bodybuilding. It really stems from people who are obsessed with tracking, weighing, measuring their food. People obsessed even with how they look. It's just, it has a bad reputation for these reasons. Really, it doesn't have to be like that, though. Yes, some people who meal prep happen to be, you know, meathead bodybuilders who pack up 15 Tupperwares of chicken, broccoli, and brown rice and eat that every meal because that's the classic staple. I mean, however, that's that's good for you, right? Chicken, broccoli, and rice, so that'd be a good meal. And you think of people hauling around Tupperware containers, eating at weird places, weird times, all that is... All that is very prevalent, right? Bodybuilders do that. Fitness models do that. It's sad. Really, you're becoming a slave to your food. You're eliminating freedom from your fitness journey. That's something that I want to eliminate with this podcast. And really, 
it gets a bad reputation, but it's not that bad. I will get into how it's not that bad in the next segment. I do want to touch on like a little story for me. I used to sort of meal prep when I was younger as far as I would pack food along with me. That was when I thought for success you had to eat you know, five, six meals a day. That's very common advice even still. So I thought that, and I mean, I've, I really figured out how ridiculous that was when I think, man, I think I was at church or something and I had to like sneak off during church to go eat a bag of almonds or something like that. It was ridiculous. And I mean, I ate those. I was like, this is just stupid. Like, why am I doing this? It's not worth it. It's not worth the stress. It's not worth the anxiety. It's not worth the time commitment that it's that it's taking. I mean, some people will think that's, you know, dedication. You got to be dedicated, do these things if you care about it. There is ways that you can be more free about it and live a stress-free, more happy life, include fitness in that and actually have fitness and your diet improve your life. That's the whole goal of this podcast. So that's how meal prep really gets a bad reputation. It's not all bad, which I'll get into, but that's kind of the reputation. That's kind of the things to watch out for. So if you start implementing what I'm talking about, how you find yourself anxious when your next, when your next meal is going to be, you pack around food all day because you don't know, you know, you're are nervous about when you're going to get your next meal from. These are bad signs. You want stuff like meal prep to help you so you don't have to worry about food. That's the whole point of it. If you meal prep because then you don't have to worry about making food and you'll make better choices, that's that's stemming from a good place. If it's because of stress and anxiety and pressure and you have to eat certain foods, you have to eat at certain times, that's bad. So be careful where that's coming from. Be sure you really... Look at yourself and look at, just really look at yourself and look at where your motivation's coming from to make the change. So if your motivation's coming from a bad place, it's not going to stay, it's not going to be sustainable. If it's coming from a good place, it'll probably make your life better. Like I was saying, meal prep can be a great tool, however. You can plan your meals so you don't binge overeat. Like I was saying, you can plan your meals so you know what you're going to have, so you don't just go order uh, pizza or you don't you know, swing by McDonald's because you don't know what you're going to eat. It t- And I mean, really, the whole point is that it takes out something you could worry about through your day. So if you're new to fitness, especially, and you're, you don't quite have the nutrition and the food buckled down yet, so you don't really know your body like I talk about, you don't really know what it feels like to eat the right number of calories for you, you might worry about that throughout the day, right? So if you have to go out for lunch, then you'd be worried, well, I don't know exactly how many calories that is, and... Meal prep might be able to take that stress away. So if meal prep could take out something you can worry about throughout your day, if it creates a less stressful environment for you in your fitness journey, makes you more likely to succeed, you should do it, right? You should do it. Why not? At least give it a shot. That's usually what I recommend. I mean, just like the calorie counting, just like weighing your food, just like fasting, give it a shot for a month. See if it helps. See if it makes your life better. It can be a great tool. You got to be careful, like I said, where that motivation comes from, but I think it's a great tool and it's really useful, especially for beginners. So there are steps to take if you want to implement meal planning into your diet. 
and usually I wanted to touch on something. This is a little off topic. I'm going to go a little off subject here. The whole concept of going all in when you're talking about fitness and nutrition is very flawed, especially with beginners. And I'll probably do an episode on this. In fact, let me make a note of that to do an episode on this. Going all in. And I'll talk about that. So if you go all in in your fitness that sounds like the right thing to do. However, that can most often that will lead to failure because I mean, you got to make baby steps, right? You got to make small improvements over time. If I had a client who was looking for a lifestyle change, wanted to become fit, wanted to become healthy, I wouldn't say, okay, you got to eat this number of calories for you, this number of carbs, this number of protein, this number of fat, exercise four times a week, get some cardio in, walk more, sleep eight hours a night, drink eight cups of water a day, eliminate this, eliminate this, eliminate this, eliminate this. That's going to be way overwhelming. It's not going to be sustainable. Instead, make baby steps. And that's the same way when you're starting your meal prep and you're starting your diet. Instead, with that client with a lifestyle change, which I'll probably do an episode on, you know, I would add in, okay, this week, try to drink more water. So, boost your four cups a day up to six to eight cups and you'll see how you feel tell me how you feel log how you feel and then we'll kind of build on that improvement in later weeks keeping the water intake high maybe add in vegetables so instead of eating vegetables once a day i'm going to have you eat you know three servings of vegetables a day eventually eliminate some processed foods and then eventually you'll start becoming more aware of what you're eating. It's just a long process, but you're creating a lifestyle out of it, something you can live forever with and not something that's just a shock to your body and a shock to your really psychological state. And that's the same way with meal prep is you want to take baby steps. You don't all of a sudden want to make a whole week's meals into Tupperware and take them everywhere with you because it's going to feel you're going to feel crazy, right? It's not going to feel right. It's not going to be it's not going to feel good to go away from your schedule so much. So the first baby step that I say is to start with a menu. So you're going to go, I mean, you can just go a week or two with this. Just make a menu of what you're going to eat that day or that week and get used to planning. My wife and me do this. Sometimes we don't make our menus and we can definitely tell when we don't. If we don't make our menus, we are more impulsive to eat out more. We probably spend more money on food and we definitely we definitely don't have as healthy of choices. It's more of a stress if we don't make the menu. So if we come home, well what are we gonna make? Oh I don't know what's you know what's in the pantry. That's that whole process is tough. Having a menu really helps you plan ahead, helps you be aware of what you're going to eat. And really, if you know like what you're going to eat for supper, you know what you could eat for breakfast and lunch uh, just to fit your numbers right for that day. To go a week or two just making a menu, get used to planning, get used to structure with your meals, get used to thinking of what you're going to eat ahead of time. That's the first key there in the first couple weeks. Be repetitive. There's nothing wrong with being repetitive. If you notice on my YouTube channel, I... For a while there, I put out a vlog every single day, and it's kind of gone more again to twice a week from YouTube. 
And a big reason of that is because I'm super repetitive. I do a lot of the same things every day. It might seem boring to people who watch the YouTube channel. So I don't record everything I eat and I don't record every workout because a lot of them are exactly the same as they were a week ago. Be really repetitive with your food. If you Variety is good. You don't want to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli every meal. But if you are repetitive, you'll become good at making things. You will be able to log those things with your, you know, logging your calories effectively. You're not going to have too much variation to throw you off. And it's just, it's a good way to get in a habit. And that's why I do. That's why I'm repetitive because it's a good way to get in a habit. Find a few meals that you love and that you don't get tired of. You can make these things quite often. One of the meals I really like is... Italian crock pot chicken, which I might get into later. Great meal with some rice. It's a meal that we both really like. It's easy and we just really don't get tired of it. We could have that every week and not get tired of it. And the leftovers are great too. So find a few things, be repetitive, start planning your food ahead of time, just as a menu, what you're going to eat. You can make it on the spot. You can go out for it, whatever you plan to do, but just get used to that planning phase. Stuff Jordan Loves. And it is time for Stuff Jordan Loves. I just talked about the Crock-Pot Italian Chicken, and actually going into this episode, I was planning on my Stuff Jordan Loves to simply be a Crock-Pot. I think everybody should have a Crock-Pot. I'm going to kind of make a dual Stuff Jordan Loves with that Crock-Pot Italian Chicken recipe, just because it's so good, and maybe you'll make it today. So the Crock-Pot Italian Chicken recipe, this is a great high-protein recipe you can make in your Crock-Pot. I think everyone should have a Crock-Pot, especially if you're into any kind of meal prep, and especially if you like chicken, because it makes chicken delicious. How you're going to do this you do this in the morning, so set up your crock pot in the morning. It'll be ready by the time you get home at night. Put some chickens. Usually I put like three or four chicken breasts in there. Um, you can even do five or six, depending how big a crock pot you have. You put the chicken in. Uh, you put in uh, a little bit of butter, a little bit of oil, just to add some fat into there, a can of chicken broth, and a packet of Italian seasoning over the chicken. You stir all that up. Uh, so you could put the other ingredients in first before the chicken and so you can mix it all up nice mix it all up put it with the chicken and then set the crock pot for like eight hours and it gets really soft i like setting the crock pot for higher times like eight or ten hours because i think it gets really tender food in there so that's just one great meal i'll get into some other ones some other tools you can use in this episode that's my stuff jordan loves though Number one, I think everyone should have a crock pot because you can create a lot of great meals and you can really prep effectively with a crock pot because it allows you to plan your food in the morning and it'll be ready by night so you don't have to worry about making it. Two, crock pot Italian chicken, something you should definitely try if you like chicken. Have that with a little bit of rice. Uh, it's even good on pasta, believe it or not. And that's just a great recipe you should try in that crock pot. So it's like a dual Stuff Jordan Loves today. And let's get back to the episode. Stuff Jordan Loves. Foodie Friday. All right, so you have your crock pot since you listen to Stuff Jordan Loves. And you definitely you definitely take my advice for the things that I love. And you want to get those things. So you have your crock pot. You know how to make Italian chicken. So that would be a good, a good meal to make. 
Batch prepare your other favorite meals, okay? That's the whole point of this next segment here. So you're starting with a menu. The next baby step is to start to batch prepare things. You're not meal prepping as far as divvying things out into containers. You're just making big meals, and that can mean a few things. You can make a giant pot of beans, for example. Make them in the crock pot, make them in a pressure cooker, even make them in a pan. Big pot of beans, big pot of lentils, something that'll last you a few days, so you're batch preparing on a certain day. Big bowls of salad, we do this sometimes, and a lot of people do this for lunches. Create you know a massive bowl of salad. You can pack that up into lunches throughout the week, so you have it all made right away. So you don't have to worry about making your vegetables on the spot. You have it already prepared. Another one is just like the crockpot Italian chicken recipe and the stuff Jordan loves. Batch prepare some meat. So make chicken in the crockpot. Make a pot roast. I don't know grill something and have some leftovers i always think meat usually is better fresh unless it's crock pot meat so that's usually why i suggest uh using the crock pot you can even get some of those frozen like frozen fully cooked meats which you can just put in the freezer and warm up for like five minutes those are great as well just with just different ways to batch prepare so if you build on your last step so if you're taking baby steps like this like i was talking about don't eliminate the first step so you're starting with your menu so you still have your menu every week then from that you're going to add on your batch preparing so now you have your menu and your batch preparing so you're planning you're prepared for what you're going to have every day for every meal and then you don't have to worry about cooking it so you're taking that next step of preparing things in advance and not being worried about making the food, which is just another step as far as meal prep goes. And the next step here, once you start with your menu, you batch prepare your favorite meals, you're getting good at that, you like it, then you know you might have meal prep as a strategy. Like me and my wife, we don't meal prep. But I think a lot of people can and should we stick to just the menu and batch preparing. Those things are super useful for diet success for us, for just living a stress-free life as far as food goes and preparing things. However, if you really like these things, you want to take it a step farther, you can meal prep for your whole week, especially if you work a nine-to-five. This can be useful. That might be part of it is that my wife and me don't work nine-to-five jobs. If you work a nine-to-five Pack meals in the containers for all your lunches on like a Sunday, a Saturday or Sunday. That's a great meal prep strategy that I think a lot of people would benefit from is you're not meal prepping every meal. You're not creating huge sacks of Tupperware. You're still batch preparing. Maybe you have a big salad in a big bowl. So then you want a salad for lunch every day of the work week. You could pack five bowls of salad up on Sunday, get them all prepared, maybe create, you know, make little bowls of dressing for each one you can take along. Meal prep, like batch meal prep, I guess would be the point of this little segment, is to not just pack your lunch the night before or the day before, but batch prepare something so you have all of your lunches taken care of. It's just eliminating something throughout your week. Because I know like once you get more busy in your week, it's going to be harder to stick to things I worked in a gym for a long time, and that's what you see. I mean, people come in Monday, the gym is packed. Tuesday, it's packed. 
Wednesday, it's kind of thinning out. Thursday, not as many people there. And Friday, hardly anyone's there. It's just kind of thinning out throughout the week because you're dealing with all those stressors through the week. Don't let food fizzle out just like that where you start eating more unhealthy, starting out more as the week goes on. Instead, pack your lunches into containers so you have a consistent lunch for every day there. And then um, you just bash prepare everything. If you... I mean, basically, this is this is the end of meal prep strategies because you're starting with a menu. You have all your meals planned, number one. Number two, you batch prepare all your favorite meals. So that could be dinners, right? You could have a big salad prepared for all your lunches, maybe some meat or maybe beans or something. And then whatever else you batch prepare could be for dinner and you could or you could just eat whatever is on your menu. This is a great way to set up your meal prep so start with step one start with your menu start writing out what you want to eat that week sit down with whoever's in your household have them come up with ideas it might be hard to come up with ideas that first day but you'll definitely like it once you get towards the end of the week batch prepare the things you can whether it's in the morning or at the beginning of the week and try to do your lunches ahead of time if you really like the meal prep if you think you need that to stick to it that's really the key there is You need to kind of gauge it yourself, gauge what you need for diet success. If you don't need to prep your lunches, if you, you know, if you think just a menu is enough, so you know what you're going to eat, that's fine. That's kind of how I am. If you want to batch prepare more, so you have dinner done, just eliminate that stress. That's great. There might be times in your life where you need that, especially. However, if you think you do better having all your lunches packed at the beginning of the week so you wouldn't be tempted to stray off of your menu, then you should do that. You just got to kind of gauge where you're at in your fitness and nutrition journey. That's the key there. When I talked about intermittent fasting on this podcast, when I talked about breakfast and things like that, I talked about being more strict at the beginning of the day and pushing any any, uh, I guess not really diet failures, more like being more relaxed with your diet for later in the day. So being more strict with like your lunch, for example, will free you up to eat more for dinner. So if you're making your menu and you're meal prepping your lunches, that will really free you up for really eating almost anything you want at dinner. That's why I always recommend intermittent fasting for people who tend to eat junk food because because you can, you know, if you're strict to the beginning of the day, you're not eating at first. Maybe you have a healthy lunch that you meal prepped on Sunday. By dinner, you have all of these calories, all of these carbs, all of these fats left that you can eat. So you could go out with friends, you could eat with your kids, whatever you have on the menu. It doesn't have to be this strict healthy food. It doesn't have to be salad, chicken, or broccoli, rice, whatever. It doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever you guys planned out. If you're being more strict at the beginning of the day, you're really freeing up yourself to be flexible at night. That's a strategy for meal prep, really, that a lot of people, I think, should evolve to, where you're meal prepping your lunches, you're meal prepping if you have breakfast, so you know what you're going to have and you're planning a menu. However, you're not stressing about dinner time. You're just having dinner time, whatever you guys planned, 
whoever you want to go out with, you can have whatever you want because you're being more strict. I guess you could say you're backloading calories, you're backloading carbs, you're backloading fats just for freedom and flexibility, not because it has any magic effect, but just because it really provides a lot of sustainability because you can do the things you did before for dinners. You don't have to be too strict. It's not chicken every single night. If you can eliminate you know if you eat a lot of protein at the beginning of the day you don't have to worry about it at night if you keep the calories a little lower at the beginning of the day you can eat more at night people are more likely to cheat in their diet at night and it's just a very useful strategy to backload everything i might do an episode on that if you guys are interested in it if you guys are interested in this topic you want me to go more into meal prep strategies maybe more into backloading calories more into going all in on your fitness journey versus taking baby steps go leave a comment on this episode on fitness food or excuse me on triplefpodcast.com go over there leave a comment with a question i'll make an episode out of it so i want to make more q a episodes like i was saying in my earlier episodes this week go leave a comment if you have a nutrition question on this episode i'll try to answer it in an upcoming show that'll do it for today i guess that was a foodie friday foodie friday and i hope you guys have a great weekend it's good timing maybe you could try to start your menu for this next week so get a piece of paper with your spouse or if it's just you just by yourself get a piece of paper and write out what you're going to have starting on sunday great time to start it i'm jordan stoltz your host go take action on what you learned from this episode don't just hear the information actually go do it that is key to success thank you for listening everybody thank you for taking the time out of your week spending it with me this week for my three episodes Please share the podcast with your friends and family. Go review the show if you haven't yet. I'm signing off for the weekend. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.